The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts and guests of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs broadcasted on this station. If you would like to know more about Valley Free Radio, please visit us at valleyfreeradio.org. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow. With me tonight are Stefan Ward-Wheaton, yellow, filling in for George Claxton, who's back home from the the wilds, but uh, apparently got a bit of a croup while he was out there. So George, rest your chest and get better, man. And uh, also Susan Timberlake. Hey there. With uh, the inestimable John Roberts on the board. Inestimable? Inestimable? Nobody can estimate you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you, you, can, you cannot be approximated, only exacted. <laughs> My friends in college call me ubiquitous. <laughs> huh, interesting. He um, has, he has a, a, a great preference for Bic pens. I <laughs> yes. Be- better than peripatetic. But I'm ch. What's wrong with the peripatetics? They're a great school of philosophers. <laughs> My favorite acapella Wasn't band. Wasn't that un- underdog was peripatetic? Oh, no. Anyway. No, he had a secret energy pill. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the mics. <laughs> Start over. I can. <laughs> yes, maybe we should. Yeah. Also, yes, underdog was a drug addict. No, he wasn't. He was he, a superhero. He loved being a hero. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a nerd battle on aisle three. He was a, <laughs> he was a humble shoeshine boy. He was humble <laughs> and lovable. And he uh, was everywhere. And when and and when I was four, I think my mom got me like a a a like a plate and a bowl and a cup that were underdog that I'd seen at the market. And she bought them for me, and they were like my favorite things. They're for probably really years. valuable. Yes, I don't think I have them anymore, because <laughs> like all. Cheap disposable things from the seventies—they're they're gone. But that's but why they're think. valuable. Yes, that's why they're valuable. Because <laughs> that's why all of those them. Death of Superman comics from the nineties are worth nothing right now. Because there's like a hundred thousand still in existence yep. or something. Yeah. But those fragile ones from the nineteen forties. Right, the ones that survived the fifty thousand dollars as as far as the I paper used to have a whole stack of them at our summer place. Yeah. Anyway, um, who knows where they went? Um, anyway, uh, we should mention, uh, before we get started on actually talking about politics and stuff like that, um, uh, we'd love it if you contact us, because we'd love to hear from you. And you can do that in a few ways. You can email us, uh, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. On Twitter, it's at civilpoliticsfm. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio. Uh, And we do also have a website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com, where you can listen to previous episodes of the show and read any sort of other essays or other pieces of uh, interest that we put up there. And uh, all the December shows have been posted. Well done. So, yes, you can listen to everything we had to say about 2016 now on the website. And And if you want to relive it, you can go all the way back to January. Yeah. You can go all the way back three years oh. or two years. So yeah. you could really do the, the history of Trump and yeah. Oh God! <laughs> Please no. Yeah, I was gonna say you can all go all the way back to you know Alan Rickman and David Bowie dying, and then the year will get worse <laughs> and worse. <laughs> yes. You didn't mention Princess Leia. 
or that's Prince part of the worst. <laughs> oh, oh, and they sorry. didn't die in January of last year. General yeah. Organa. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just want to say there was a, an article that one of my friends posted on Facebook, and they said it was uh, saying that. Um, Leia was actually going to play a large part in the next episode of Star Wars, but it was Princess Leia was supposed to do this, and I'm like, she, she's General Ghana. She's not a. She's not just. What are you doing? <laughs> like Princess Leia, she's like what, like fifty? Princesses Stop can be that. military leaders. Yeah, she's a general. Well, sure. I guess it depends I don't know on how the, the royal line rank. is done. The royal line is gone. Well, it's, I guess it depends on whether what the Alderanian expat community thinks in their lives in exile <laughs> on various other worlds. I hear there's a lot of them in Florida. It's in, it's in yeah, I've heard state. that too. So in Britain, does the Queen direct people to go to the Falklands, or was it um, Thatcher? Thatcher. It's all the it, it the 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 Queen sort of oversees the whole thing. She okayed the use of the Queen Elizabeth II ship to go there, right? Or didn't she? I have no idea. I wouldn't think that she'd have anything to do with that directly because it's a private ship. You know, I don't think she owns it. Well, she copyrighted the name, right? QE. Never mind. I don't think she did. Oh, no, wait, that's did, quantitative actually. easing, too. Never yes. mind. It's a different thing. Oh, no. And the monarchy never... doesn't have anything to do with the military in the in the territories or the uh, in the UK. Um, they are a constitutional monarchy. Uh, so they are in charge of the Church of England, uh, and they call the the houses into session, things like that. Yeah. But um, the decisions and, are made. Yeah, they are they are at the top, but all of the military and and social decisions, like day to day, goes to the prime minister the, and, and the cabinet. The government runs things, but the government runs things in her name. Exactly. Mm. So, so she said, "Don't go to war with um, Germany." Uh, uh. Well, <clears throat> all right. So if the queen. Um, the queen could call for her ministers to come and meet with her privately and have an audience and express to them what she wants. Oh, okay. But that's dicey. Like, that's not how it's done. And it's... England's political culture is different from ours because they have a constitution. Oh, civility and respect? But it is not... Well, sure. But uh, but it, uh, unless you go to question time, um, <laughs> I love that. Do you watch that? On I, I have. Yes, I've I haven't recently, but I've certainly watched it's it. It's so much fun to watch people yell at each other civilly yeah. <laughs> and with good argument. But the um, I know. I, <laughs> but the 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 thing is, um, Great Britain. You know, the 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 monarchy, the the whole sort of British government, has been around for many centuries, and they don't have like a simple. A single foundational document like they have laws going back to the 12th century you know and you've heard the phrase you know well going back to time immemorial that actually has a specific legal meaning i oh, forget I the exact magna carta or something well magna carta <laughs> is is a, is a specific document that is actually part of the english constitution but or the british constitution but the um but time immemorial has a specific legal meaning and i forget what it is but it's the the point is it's a point before our records, and like, like so it actually has like a it's like a date it's like oh because when they started from stuff from before this time, so you know so like 
the you whole know they use Windows. They use Bill Gates' birth date, and there was actually uh, sort of like a um, what Y two K problem with all the technology with Microsoft because his the number of seconds you could have on the chips added up to his birth date, and they actually people had to change all their code because it was encoded in in the Microsoft stuff. What? Yeah, they use it by um, sec. They use the time a timestamp from his birth date. Is this a gag? No, this is true. Oh, this okay. is true. No, it's really true. They had to All pick right. a date, and they they picked his birthday. All right. <laughs> and then they ran out of seconds. Yeah. Because you can only hold at that time you can only hold so many um, oh, okay. bits and bytes on a chip and you know all that stuff. So yeah, it's it's very true. Oh, okay. Uh, what I'm getting here, uh, thanks to the Pedia of Wiki, is that uh, <laughs> the by the first statute of Westminster in uh, 1275. Uh, yeah. The time of memory or time immemorial uh, was defined as uh, limited to the reign of King Richard I, which began the 6th of July, 1189. Right. So it goes back quite a ways. So anything before the 6th of July, 1189 is time mm. immemorial in, in British law. Uh, the Chinese must think that's hysterical. I'm sure they do, <laughs> but that's a, that's a different thing. Apparently, we are just done with America because I have more British. <laughs> yeah. Powers of the Queen. The power to appoint and dismiss the Prime Minister. The power to appoint and dismiss other ministers. The power to summon, pro prorogue, and dissolve uh, Parliament. The power to make war and peace. I was oh, wrong. Oh, so she does declare. Yes. Uh, the power to command the armed forces of the United Kingdom. The power to regulate the civil service to ratify treaties, to issue, issue passports, to appoint bishops and archbishops of the Church of England, to create peers, um, both life peers and hereditary peers. Mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's knighthoods and things. Those are the powers, and she has uh, other duties that I've posted onto the, uh, right. uh, on the Facebook and the Twitter. Right, but I mean, the, the Queen can't, like the way it's done, the Queen doesn't actually say, you know, gosh darn it, go get those Swiss. You know, <laughs> it's anymore. like the government says. Yeah. In our opinion, it's best if we go to war with the Swiss. And, and she says that and sounds like a great idea. And she signs <laughs> off on it. You know, basically, the monarchy right now is just a huge delegation. Like it's a huge rubber stamp. She yeah. she delegates. Yeah. Are all you of only her saying that because she's female? If she were the king, would you be saying that? No, that's how no, it works. She'd have the same. No, either way, I would be saying that, that here, that's, not there. That, <laughs> That's, because that's how it she works. behead me. <laughs> <laughs> that but, is actually in the... No, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, but that, that, that's how it works, and that's how it's worked for, you know, a couple hundred years. You know, that's that's how her father did it. So, um, and so before we move on to more, <laughs> more uh, politics history. on this side of the pond and like more, more contemporary Like that report today stuff. on the Russian right, hacking? Right, but I, I would just like to say, again, I mentioned it last week. Um, uh, if you want to get a sense of, of the feel of it, um, and some of the reality of how it works, you know, f from the Queen's perspective, like how oh, we're on Britain still. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that sh series on Netflix called The Crown. Yeah, because mm. you said you're watching that with your. I mom. watched it with my mom. It was it was it was actually surprisingly entertaining. And I'm someone who's sort of you know like mm, Downton Abbey. I don't really want to watch like the rich people sort of struggle to like maintain their stiff upper lip while you know like social equality erodes their privileges. They're like you know whatever. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm, How ironic. I'm horrible. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll have you know I'm a registered Democrat. Um, but I hear that song. Isn't it ironic? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I am rain on your wedding day. But um, you're my free ride when I've already paid my. Yes. <laughs> All right. Woo. That's true. <laughs> Woo, lad. Um, but. Uh, uh, 
yeah, it, it, it was surprisingly entertaining, you know, character drama. And also I thought, you know, it was kind of interesting watching her grapple with the really wanting to do things and like, but that's not what the queen does and sort of grappling with the the moment of like, at what point do I actually say something if I see something, if something's bothering me or not, what, how much do I have to roll with things and so forth? Um, so that, that, and admittedly it's set in the 1950s, which is a culturally different era from today, but some things have changed in 60 years and some things haven't. And so it's, if you're interested in that and seeing how it, how it would kind of work and how it feels, um, and you know, seeing how she interacts with a personality as powerful as Winston Churchill's, you know, that's pretty good. And uh, also featuring Matt Smith, the erstwhile doctor of Doctor Who. Yes, the 11th Doctor. House Mountbatten. Yes. And And, uh, John Lithgow. Oh, what fun. As Winston (laughs) Churchill. Really good performance. Oh, I bet he he does a good job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not trying to impersonate him. But how people use power. Yes, and how and, aren't, and how they can't use power and 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 the restrictions it places on them and stuff like that. I mean, it's 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 fascinating. Do they and talk about tweeting at all? Not in the nineteen fifties. <laughs> they haven't flashed forward to talk about Twitter. In fact, they don't even mention the internet. They're really kind of old fashioned in that respect. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's almost like it hadn't been invented for like ten years before that. Uh, maybe oh. ARP in that they didn't mention. No, ARP. no, no. It's almost like you know, in nineteen fifty three or four, it didn't exist. Huh. Uh, weird. Huh? Talk to Gore about that. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> there you go again. As, as you know, on her own. Always say on her own. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Come on. As, as you know, oh, Al Gore no. hadn't yet arrived on Earth from his native planet to save us all from <laughs> from our illogic and technological ignorance. Al Gore <laughs> recognized what the Internet ARPANET might be, yeah. and actually passed a lot of the laws that allowed it to exist. Yeah. And so, in a sense, yeah. he did create it. But yeah, I was, was just tormenting. I guys. know. No, I mean, uh, yeah, Al, Al Gore was surprisingly smart about that, and he's and, surprisingly smart. Yeah. So, by the way, I should mention, in case anyone is <laughs> confused and wondering what the heck they're listening to, <laughs> this is civil politics here on Valley Free Radio, and let's. Uh, we apparently talk politics. You wouldn't know it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it must be because George's not here. So we're yeah. just like you know. <laughs> well, we've talked about British politics and <laughs> politics in a galaxy a long time ago and far, far away. So. Um, so now do we return to Earth, or should we just keep going out into the, I, I, I you know, uh, the black uh, holes and the the wormholes? I can the... talk about the physics of Starkiller Base if you want. No, <laughs> oh, but no. Uh, let's. let's ra- I'd rather not, <laughs> for many fine. reasons. But I do. I I do wish uh, we were going to be living in a Gene Roddenberry universe soon. That would be nice. But um, anyway, yeah. So uh, the electors did gave their the states gave their votes to Congress today, and, and Congress ratified them. So mm-hmm. uh, Donald Trump has indeed been locked in as our president elect. Three two weeks from today, four is what he ended up with. Yep. Yep. So and he wants to reorganize all the intelligence agencies. Interestingly enough, huh? And then he named a DNI person Coates somebody Coates which yeah. he said he wasn't going to name Coates, somebody right? yeah. from Virginia is it right? Virginia I think so yeah yeah he said he wasn't going to do that he was going to reorganize it and then all of a sudden boop excuse me Indiana <laughs> Indiana, Indiana. Yeah. He's a, oh he so a Pence friend Pence friend of could Pence? be could be one of Pence's people I I don't know much about the about the guy at all I I, I did see a an article that basically was complaining that Coates has a history of being an anti-gay activist but well. And that's obviously not good, but I'm like, I don't quite see how that necessarily fits into his, any role as like running our intelligence agencies. You know, it's important, but 
Well, if you wear yeah. a dress and, and then try and blackmail everyone, that was kind of the history, isn't it, of our yeah. intelligence <laughs> right. agencies? I suppose that's true. <laughs> that was once very in vogue in certain <laughs> departments. You know. Yeah, how to, how to blackmail people. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. Yes. <laughs> I'm showing my age. Yeah, <laughs> Are you referencing John Dillinger and the woman in the red dress? No, I was J. referencing J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar. Yes. No, well, that was J. Edgar Hoover in the red dress. Everybody knows that now. Oh, ha <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, you knew something we didn't know. Very, very well done. Yeah, what a, what a, what a day. Here we go. To obscure him. And I, I heard NPR call, um, call him President Trump today by mistake. You yeah. know, he's President-elect Trump, and Obama is just biting his tongue, and he's going to give a speech next week. I think. Yeah, a farewell speech. address. Yeah. Well, and uh, uh, Trump doesn't take office for two weeks from today. Uh, and yet you wouldn't uh, know it <laughs> well there was uh there was yet another we've had our first mass shooting of 2017 i guess or first one that i've heard about anyways um uh, at the uh, f- uh airport in uh fort lauderdale yeah. florida um and five people were killed and the governor of florida rick scott announced that uh he hadn't contact he, he wanted federal aid but he hadn't contacted president obama about it but he had reached out to President, excuse him, President-elect Trump <laughs> and Vice President-elect Pence. So he contacted the incoming people to do something about it for reasons that... He doesn't mind waiting two weeks, I guess. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, what's the hurry? One thing is that wouldn't the president have to, uh, would the president have to ask Congress for for the funds, or is that just coming out the of emergency the Emergency funds you can just dispense. The, I, I think the okay. problem is we're running out of emergency funds. I think he's got a tab, yeah. Yeah. Congress has held it really tight because that's sort of why they couldn't move some money around for Zika and some other emergencies. Yeah. Things. (laughs) So. Yeah, they could have done that, but they did not. Right. So things are. And they captured that guy alive. Yes. Nobody shot him to death. Mm. (laughs) How about that? That's, you know, remarkable. All we've seen is, you know. Poor kids laying on the ground getting shot when they don't even have a gun. And here's a guy with a gun shooting people actively. A uh, Spanish surname, so who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I don't know. Has the name been released? Yeah, um, the Nelson, Bill Nelson, the senator, released the name even though the feds haven't released it because oh, I guess he must wow. have gotten a briefing. And so he's just going rogue. <laughs> okay, then. But the guy was from Alaska and was part of the National Guard in Alaska and had mental health problems. So. Oh, wow, wow. That sucks. Or at least that's what was released for information. But of course, who knows yeah. what part of that's fake news, uh, especially when it's early uh, and not confirmed. So. Yeah, this is, yeah. Still, this is still as of today, so reports yeah. are, are dribbling in. Esteban Santiago. There you go. Yeah. It's unknown if the idea is legitimate and the suspects, but anyway. Well, the FBI would be involved no matter whether they ask for help or not, right? Doesn't the FBI, if it if it's a shooting at a federal like uh, at an airport, airport? I I don't know honestly. Yeah. Um, again, that'd be something George, who has a better knowledge of how the federal government works, could yeah. could, could explain. If that, he could tell us, I mean, if he's allowed to. <laughs> I think he's allowed to share things with you know, that he knows. I don't think he's allowed to, you know. Talk about what the reorganization will be with Homeland Security or, and or you know, or, 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 you know, he's not a spokesperson for any government agency, so he can only speak to his general knowledge and yeah. express his own opinions. But that's that's true for any of us, really. None of us are spokespeople for any agency. I'm not even allowed to give statements for Valley Free Radio, so <laughs> it's not without running by the board, so whatever. <laughs> I know. We're such a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you want to speak because with one I voice, to, right? <laughs> that and, you know, because I was, you know, trying to get us to swear allegiance to Elrond uh, of Rivendell. And apparently that's oh, not I thought you meant Hubbard. better than Hubbard. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, that's not the worst Elrond you could. <laughs> I was going to cut your mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So the rep- Well, we're going clear on that. That's for sure. The, <laughs> so the report came out today from all the agencies that Obama ordered right after the Russian, yes. right after the election, mm-hmm. and uh, it's published, so you can actually read it. At least uh, a, a sanitized version of yeah, it. Yeah, the and declassified. The, uh, the, the full version was given to President-elect Trump today. And, you know, he was mad. Do you know why he was mad? Because NBC broke some of the story before he was given the briefing, huh. and he's going after him because somebody leaked it. He's upset with NBC. Yeah. Um, uh, um, and what's her name's going there, right? Megan Kelly's Megyn going. Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there was a, a uh, and you know, speaking of Trump and his relationship with NBC, uh, uh, he made sure to tweet this morning that he uh, to basically gloat that uh, I guess the ratings for the first episode of Celebrity Apprentice, now hosted by Arnold Schwarzenegger, apparently weren't as good as Trump's ratings for the last time he did the show. He trashed his own host. He he, tr- he trashed his replacement on a show he's still the executive producer of. Yes. Well, he probably doesn't have a financial investment anymore. Well, so now he's going to kill it. I right. Be so well, anyway, <laughs> we shall so, see. So so Arnold that. Schwarzenegger, who is not necessarily like the embodiment of uh, uh, good judgment or good taste. Uh, ne- I love Arnold. Well, he had a good zinger. He's like you know. Actually, governing is pretty hard. I hope you're going to spend more time on doing the people's business than paying attention to ratings or working as hard on, on ratings as you did on uh, oh, work, that running was the good. country. <laughs> yeah. Something and like he that. is not a girly man, so no. better oh, not mess no. with him. <laughs> 2004 call. It wants its, its finger back. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny. I miss that. Yeah. I, I like Arnold, I have to say. I, he's entertaining, and I've, yeah. I've, I've liked some of the films he's made. But, you know, I, Do you know I don't he, really know much about him. Do you know, as a young man, he crossed the um, Berlin Wall. No, I thought he was from Austria. He was, but he he wanted to go. I forget what he wanted to do, but he ended up having to cross over, and he managed from, to do it from east to west. Yeah, because he wanted to go to some uh, weightlifting thing or something as a like sixteen year old, and he won the competition. Then he had to sneak back across. Huh. So yeah, very very interesting guy, I think. Yeah. I mean, not you know. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Fun to watch. I don't know a whole ab- a lot about his tenure as governor of California. Well, he won it by celebrity, right? That was yeah. when there were like twenty three thousand people that yeah. ran some, for some governor. ridiculous well, number. Well, California yes. has a jungle. Sixteen primary. Republicans, and he, that's why he won. He he so. won kidding. for the sort of the same reason Trump won. <laughs> yeah, you know, because people are like, I know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is. I'll vote yeah. for him. Whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, and especially you know. The state that has Hollywood, of course, it voted for the biggest movie star. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, and you know, he was in the Kennedy family. He's married to. Maria. He was married to Maria Shriver. And you know what they called him? Conan the Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe they're married anymore because yeah, it turned out he had like a long-term fling with a the nanny. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So. Whatever. Oh well. Anyway, I don't like. I don't know a lot about his a personal life. A true Kennedy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Uh yeah. Did she take him for a car ride anywhere near here? I don't think so, no. No. 
Just like you know, <laughs> I'm just over here with my shovel, shovel you know, digging. You, you know, I'm, I'm, I let's let's elevate. Okay? Elevate. Okay. Let's let's be civil politics. When they go low, we go high. No, we get high. <laughs> we I get high. Well, oh, yes, this is Massachusetts in 2017. Uh, I think we're going into the roaring 20s. I, we said this last week, but I just think that you know between I don't think you're wrong. we have an overwhelmingly Republican uh, government and. Yeah. Uh, income inequality is yep. about it where it was in the 1920s. Yep, same, same, almost same scenario. We just legalize pot and sort of like um, and you've I always call it abolition, like, like yeah. prohibition. prohibition. And, um, They're taking the regs off. They just put a guy in yeah. head of the SEC that you know we just assume not have any regulations. And the same is true for everything else. I think yeah. I think we're looking at the everybody should stick together in their community. I think we're going to discover. I think I think America is going to be reminded of why we have government regulations. Yeah. Like like why we have government agencies because you know the, the, there are government agencies that exist to pr- to, to prevent people from dying. Mm-hmm. You but know? you know the vote. Some of the vote in Michigan had to be about Flint and the fact that all the government failed them. Sure. You know, there's a lot of folks that are like, you know, the government can't do much. They can't, you know, they can't protect us from Chevy, the ignition switches that were bad for you. The, they didn't the, recall the, the... The government can do a lot, but it does make a difference whether or not it's being actively hamstrung from within. Yeah. You know. And there's always a way to hamstrung from within because it's yeah. so bureaucratic and so big. It should be smaller. Okay, yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you say it would, should be bathtub size. Uh, uh, not quite uh, enough not to quite go down the, you know, the, the plug hole, as they say in Britain. <laughs> don't, you don't want the baby going yeah. down the plug uh, hole. Well, I, <laughs> I was thinking of Grover Norquist. <laughs> drowning, the, of, drowning the government right. in the bathtub. Yeah, you know. that's what I was saying about that. But, all right, sure. I, I, you know, we can make the government smaller, but then will and it be smarter? Able, will it be, well, I'd love to make it smarter, however, whatever its size. But can we actually get the government to then do the things we need it to do? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I just, I hope if Trump's going to dismantle things, that he does it quickly and severely, and then people see the error of it. Well, I think and they can put it back together smarter. But they're going to they're gonna blow up Obamacare. And people are going to be hurt. They're, they're going to blow up a lot of things. They want to. They want to. They're going to. The plan is to get rid of Obamacare, and as part of that, they want to like cut off funding to Planned Parenthood. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. they're going to do it through reconciliation. Yeah, only takes fifty votes. Right. So, okay, great. You know, um, since since thanks to the Hyde Amendment, none of the money going to Planned Parenthood was going to be paying for you know abortions anyways. What they're all they're doing is defunding you know, uh, cancer screening and prenatal health and pap smears and other basic health services. So I love this ironic thing we were talking about before we went on the air, the RAINS Act, R-E-I-N-S. Yeah. It's H.R. 26. Mm-hmm. And the actual title of the bill, they're trying to stop Obama. They were trying to stop Obama from producing regulations that hurt business. Mm-hmm. So they said if, the, if it hurts business more than $100 million, then Congress has to approve it with a vote both mm-hmm. houses of Congress, which would stop any regulation from happening, right? But the name of the actual name of the bill, and the and Nancy Pelosi pointed this out today, the actual name of the bill is Regulations from the Executive in Need of Scrutiny. Mm-hmm. And it won't be passed until Trump is in office. So yeah. I guess he's the executive in need of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. In need of scrutiny. So I think he'll veto it. I assume he'll veto it. If Maybe based on the name alone. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but what an ironic thing to be passing right now. I mean, that's just... And it passed Thursday out of the House. Yeah. And it's supposed to go to the Senate. So, But yeah, what a funny... Um, that was introduced in the 114th 
to Congress oh, 20, so they 2015 to 2016. Oh, so okay. uh, they, they reintroduced it. There was it. A, a threat of a, veto, a veto, so they reintroduced it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think Trump will veto it too. He won't. He won't because it's his regulations. Yeah. Whatever he wants to do, I don't think he wants Congress saying no. Yeah, or having to vote, or having to wait, or yeah. So, uh, but I, the thing I I'm, I think will be a, a, a major story to watch in the coming year is to see to what extent um, Trump and uh, uh, President Trump and the uh, Republican Congress sort of work together and uh, to what extent they sort of pursue their own agendas, which might possibly conflict or might just be like independent and, and whatever. But, um, <clears throat> you know, uh, Congress, the, the, the Republicans that control Congress have – Firm ideas about cutting regulations and all kinds of things, you know, uh, uh, weakening uh, programs that help the poor and whatever. They basically want to do. Thank uh, God they don't all agree with each other. Well, on a f- <laughs> well, but they agree enough. I think they on a federal level they want to do what Sam Brownback's done in Kansas and what Bobby Jindal did in Louisiana, and both of those states are in a terrible mess. So they want to cut taxes and cut regulation um, and. Uh, uh, basically create all kinds of government debt and, and wind up having to cut all kinds of essential Redo programs. Redo the tax code. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. I don't, I don't think this is a good idea. Uh, there's only so much the Democrats are going to be able to do to stop them. But to what extent Trump will go along with it, it will be a, a really interesting question because I don't think for the most part Trump really cares um, uh, what happens. You know, I think he wants to do his own thing. I, I, my suspicion is that he'll... He'll push for a few of the programs that he's he's called for, like building a the fence, I guess, if not a wall on the border and so forth. But otherwise, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's mainly focused on um, whatever is gonna uh, you know line his pockets and whatever sort of seems entertaining. Was it last week when they started to dismantle? Oh no, it was this week they started to dismantle the committee on ethics. Right. We'll talk about that later, but... Um, right, the House uh, Ethics Committee, yeah. They wanted yeah. to draw that out. They wanted to um, get rid of that. And yeah. then, you know, like the Republican, the Republicans in the House met to, to decide that that's what they wanted to do. And Ryan tried to talk them out of it. Right, and then there was a huge outcry. And uh, also uh, uh, Donald Trump tweeted about how it was a bad idea, that it wasn't the right time to do it. Yeah, and so they, they and certainly not a priority and not the first bill they should work on. Yeah. Right. So, so Lucy had the good sense to, to but they stopped and you well, know they 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 know that Donald Trump for the moment has the whip hand. He's like they held on to Congress. Certainly they held on to Senate. Maybe maybe both houses of Congress because he pulled a lot of people, people out in. to the polls yeah. and got got them a lot of votes. Well, the fact they listened to somebody because Boehner could never control them and Paul Ryan can't control them. The no, Republicans in the pa- House. Paul Ryan can't control them because, yeah. you know, they they he didn't win them the election, yeah. so he didn't win them votes. And he told them not to do it, and they were doing it anyway. So yeah, well, yeah. But Trump tweets, and that's the end of it. Well, that and a lot of people phone called. So, yeah. but anyway, speaking of uh, uh, phone calls and whatnot, we're uh, we're going to take a short break here to play some uh, PSAs and uh, station IDs and whatnot. Uh, so we'll be back with more civil politics in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. 
Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413-587-1013 to find out more. There's the first oscillator keyboard, 70s funk, 80s new wave, 90s trip hop, or today's electronic music. Subculture plays the music to get your weekend started. For the best in new wave, indie, funk, and electronic music, tune in to Subculture right here on Valley Free Radio every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres, and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in the CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps do not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. Hi, I'm Charlie. I fight fires and I save lives. My name's Renee. I'm a cardiologist. I save lives. My name's Anthony. I'm an EMT. I save lives. You don't have to be a professional to save a life. Firefighters, doctors, and others save lives. You can too. Don't wait. To learn more about the warning signs and how you can help prevent suicide, visit save.org. In a crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PVPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity. Have you always loved to read but find it hard? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> and <laughs> hate reading. <laughs> well, just keep moving your lips. You'll be fine. Well, so we're back. I read really fast and don't understand the thing. Uh, you guys aren't old enough to remember that reference. They used to teach you how to read with comprehension. Oh, okay. And you'd learn to read really fast, but you wouldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Mind. All right. No. I yeah, was, it was like a whole I was program. like, am I supposed to make some kind of joke about Republicans <laughs> or whatever here? No, no. no. I don't think it was so. a... It was an educational initiative in the 60s. Yeah, I missed those. Sorry. Yeah. But I should mention, we are back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. And that's uh, Susan Timberlake telling us how to read uh, properly. <laughs> read references, gooder. References for all, right? For all age groups, for all yeah. interests. We, we cover exactly. the gamut. <laughs> and uh, Stefan Ward-Wheaton and myself, Michael Dow. So, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys... Um, we got uh you know about 20 25 minutes left here so what's uh how about, you got any predictions or hopes or fears for 2017 you want to share with us let me get my list yes <laughs> well i think it's going to be very interesting to watch the relationship between trump and congress because ostensibly they are all 
ostensibly on, yeah on the same page um and in the same party but as we know and have seen over the course of this uh there's no managing these guys yeah and <laughs> it, it's i i wonder if um you know especially house republicans have <sighs> met their doppelganger in an executive <laughs> leader who is at, as as <laughs> sensitive Fierce and as fractious they <laughs> as 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 they are and, yeah, he plays and the unwilling game better. <laughs> to brook yeah um to brook opposition and we i mean we saw that as, as sue you you sort of uh gave us the lead before the break when the house um republican leaders met to determine to privately met yeah privately yeah. <laughs> the night before <laughs> no they had a party meeting which is not necessarily a crazy thing for them to do but well, yeah but they only invited certain people I thought all of the members of the House. Oh, no, they no, didn't invite mm. their whole delegation. No, they invited a, a subset to talk about it. And, uh, <sighs> okay, so that is kind of yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, we have political parties. I don't think it's crazy for people from a party to get together to talk about what they want to do. But. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they were roundly rebuked, but by Trump himself yeah. as well, yeah. who, and Paul Ryan himself, yeah. but who did it without effect because it was on the docket to be voted on. Right. Yeah. But it, I think that that is an interesting uh, way to sort of start <sighs> off this uh, legislative session in that regard, because I think Trump, th w the one thing I could say about Trump is I think he has a very sensitive finger to the wind. Yeah. And I don't I don't think he he is not at all beholden to the Republican Party leadership in the way that a lot of other rank and file in fact, Republicans he has, are. He has no, he's not at all. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in well that they, they were really not in his corner for a lot of the time. Leading up to the election, because sure. you know, and the ethics committee that they were talking about, there's one that's it, in the it's, Congress. It's not the ethics committee. The ethics committee it's is an actual congressional committee. Yeah, and this, this is, is the like, one that above it. No, it's it's sort of independent. It's like like an ethics organization. I forget what it's exactly it's called, but it's it's independent. Uh, it's funded by the House, but it can do its own investigations and it can uh, handle respond to anonymous complaints, and you know isn't sort of at the beck and call of the ho of House members themselves. The right. Office of Congressional Ethics. Yeah, right. so, that's, that's so that's the middle one. They do Senate, too. There's, they don't. The House, Office of Congressional Ethics uh, only does the House. And there's a third one that's actually higher than all of them, which is the uh, Governmental Ethics Committee that's at the executive level. So there's actually three of them, oh. and they were going after the one in the middle. They were going after the one that handles the House specifically and was created to be yeah. independent. And took yeah. um, anonymous... Yeah. And they it couldn't was necessarily confront their accusers, and they would sometimes go to the press, which is yeah. what pissed everybody yeah, off. Well, it so. was well, and yeah, exactly. Can can do its own thing. It was created in two thousand eight, following the whole uh, all the scandals around Jack Abramoff, and the and isn't it wonderful that they actually created that? That's an amazing thing. Yeah, well, um, I I don't want to used that, to be that, wonderful. That's, <laughs> you know, I don't want to sound overly partisan or or sneering, but I mean. Yeah, that's the Democrats, 2008. That's the Democrats took office, and they said, we're going to make a bunch of changes, and that's one of the changes they made yeah. for good governance. Um, so and lots of people. I'm sorry. Part, I, so. I, like, again, this is one of the reasons why I, 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 do, I am a Democrat is because I see the Democrats making at least some decisions like this. I mean, obviously, 
what's the name of the congressman from Louisiana who had like, you know, like a hundred thousand dollars? Yeah, the yeah, one with a hundred thousand dollars in his freezer. Oh, in his Remember? freezer. Yeah. yeah. So it's like clearly, clearly there are some shady crooks in both mm. parties. Yeah. You know, yes. let's not pretend otherwise. And who's the fellow Rand, but, Rang, Rangel? Uh, Charlie Rangel. Charlie yeah. Rangel from Harlem. Yeah. yeah. Another fine. Did he upstanding. just retire this year? I forget if he retired. God, I hope so because you know they tried to get and he he wouldn't go. Yeah. yeah. So ninety. Yeah. Is he yeah. still in? So I I think more than a few Republicans voted for that ethics. Oh yeah, thing. and I think a bunch of Democrats yeah. are probably happy too because yeah. you know like the last thing you want is somebody. No, keeping no, I mean an eye at the you. time in two thousand and eight, the Republicans voted for. Oh yeah, voted I'm for sure it. there were. You know. Yeah. Um. So I think here's the Republican line. I I disagree with what they were doing, but we have three ethics committees, and you know when you do that, when you create three committees, usually it's so that you can obfuscate who. It's like um, supervising the. Um, uh, investments and mm-hmm. SEC and this one covers that. When you split up the supervision and the and the basically oversight, mm-hmm. that's when you end up with lots of things getting through the wormholes because people use that obscurity and that confusion. So I think they should have one ethics committee for the all of the federal I, government. I, I agree, yeah. but the the House that's not how it the House runs the House and the Senate mm-hmm. runs the Senate and the Senate just did not vote to set up their own version of but the same thing. But there is thing. a um, there is one that's sure. Um, uh, that's well, over, over above all the rest. So well, anyway, th- there there are congressional committees, but they're actually made up of Congress people. The Office of Congressional Ethics is not made up of Congress people. It's made up of federal employees whose job it is to right. basically be separate oversight. And so is the higher one, the it's one like that's, that that that's not. Um, that's uh, I don't know if it's an Attorney General office, but it's they can look into Congress as well. Sure. So Anyway, that's why I'm, I'm just making the argument that this was stupid what they did. Yeah. But I, I mean, it looks bad. It's yeah. Nothing else. But that, that, that you really do want one, one strong group overseeing um, securities. You I, want one strong group overseeing mm-hmm. the banks. And, you know, you, you want that to be really clear and crisp. Sure. Well, and you don't want 17 intelligence agencies, which is what we've got right now. Yeah. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And there are, there are issues when you have, for, for instance, you know, I think the Federal Aviation Administration is a great organization. I, I, I like the idea that there are FAA, safety, yeah. the FAA, that, that there are safety inspections of airlines and there are standards they have to meet for maintenance and upkeep. And they upkeep can recall and planes and they can right. do all kinds they of things. They can do all kinds of things. That's great. Yeah. But the FAA does also have as part of its mandate the job to promote air travel in the United States. It's designed to sort of help um, as, a, as a government agency to promote the interests of the aviation industry. So uh, it's doing both. <laughs> so that's what happened to the DSS here in the state. No. They had to DSS is what again? Um, the Social Services. They have a new name now. They oh, okay. changed their name. Oh, yeah. But when little kiddos die, you know, because they, they were abused or whatever, right. they have two missions, and they're saying that's the problem. The one is to keep the family together. And the other is to investigate the families and break them up if they're, break them up. If yeah. they're killing their children. And they're saying that cannot be the same social worker. It just can't. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. But then do you want to have one organization or do you want to have two? So, I mean, it, like I see the logic behind the Consumer Finance Protection Agency. Bureau. 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 Yeah. Elizabeth Warren's Elizabeth Warren's brainchild. Yeah. It's it's a good idea. Oh, but they do t- have they do have overlap with the Securities and Exchange Commission. But the Securities and Exchange Commission is looking at like the actual practices of financial and you know financial institutions like how are they reporting their money and how are they hand, ma- managing their affairs. The the CFPB is looking at like are they protecting consumers? Are they protecting mm-hmm. con- you know citizens? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Which is a which is related 
but different and not necessarily the same thing. I mean, because you can be you can you can not necessarily be dishonest and still not have good practices uh, or not tricks be, and traps. I think not, not dealing well Warren with your customers. Them. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to point out that Elizabeth Warren was not in office. She had no position really. She got on a committee to sort of look at this, and she forced forced. President yeah. Obama and Congress to create that bureau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is use of power. That's that's what I'm talking about. You know, most people say, I couldn't do it because Congress I, wouldn't let me, and I, I couldn't do this. I can't, can't do wait that. to vote for her again. <laughs> <laughs> She's running. Did you see? She's running in 18. She just announced. Yeah, oh, good. Through, like, so. email. I got an email like this morning or yesterday. Morning. Oh no, kidding! She didn't. She didn't have a, a ad or. She was like, "No, I'm just." She's like, "Hey, just hey BB, I'm running." <laughs> yeah, I'm, basically, I'm busy, but yeah, I'm gonna run. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, that was her point. She said, "I'm not doing an ad. I'm not doing anything. It's um, uh, I'm just going to say, please vote and please help me out. And I'm gonna. I'm busy." Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, she's uh, gonna be really busy reading whatever Congress is trying to. Yeah, yeah, pass. absolutely. So, yeah, and that bureau she created, Warren for Senate Majority, has. Uh, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so this reminds me, and I may They're have going to dismantle this. it as soon as they can. I, I know they certainly hate it, but there, this reminds me of an article I saw on Slate a couple of weeks ago that I thought was just an interesting idea, and it suggested that uh, it said, you know, who is the most popular Democratic politician in the United States right now? Biden. You think more Obama? than Obama? Well, maybe I don't know. Obama's pretty has a has a strong approval rating. Yeah, but the Joe gets people that don't like Obama. Well, that's true. Do you know what I mean? He gets yeah. he sort of gets the oh shucks guy kind of so, stuff. So so this and he hasn't done anything to offend anyone. Well, recently much. But anyway, <laughs> um, so basically point, the uh, well uh, uh, by the way, this is civil politics here <laughs> on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, so it basically suggested that what should happen is. Um, the uh, congressman from uh, President Obama's congressional district is like, you know, he's in his 70s now, Chicago. whatever. Yeah, in, in Chicago, from like where his, uh, you know, official, yeah. re- you know, his residence in, in, oh. in Illinois is. So th- that basically the guy should retire at the end of this term and have Obama run for it. And then Obama can basically be running for that congressional seat and saying like, OK, so I'm running for Congress. And if the Democrats win enough seats... I'll become Speaker of the House, and oh, basically not the Senate side on the on the House on side. the House side, and basically turn it into, uh, sort of turn it the turn House elections into a national campaign, like vote for the Democrat to have Obama be Speaker of the House. Except for he couldn't be because he's already served two terms, and he'd be in line to the presidency. That doesn't invalidate it. Yeah, there's some. I've he just couldn't. He just couldn't be named president. He can, right, he, right. So he can't be third in line. There's yeah. a. There's some just other thing. No, 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 no. He he can he can be speaker of the house because the speaker of the house is in the legislative branch. It's not an executive branch office. There's no reason why he can't he can't be president or vice president. He can't be speaker of the I house. I think there's a legal. De- there's something in there because somebody else tried to do that. I think there's a. I think there's a way that he can't. But I I could be wrong because you know the brain is old. I still have a cold. You know. I have to say. Um. I mean. Um, sort of regulation aside, I don't know how that would be litigated, you know, that particular question, but that is a very interesting way to approach legislative elections as sort of having... We've it's been making it more like point. a British parliamentary exactly. election. You know, it's That's like, exactly you know, right. vote Tory or whatever if you want yeah. Margaret Thatcher to be prime minister, right. you know. You vote for whoever your local schlub is because you want which government you want, so... Yeah. 
I don't know. I interesting. Just, very interesting. I, it's, a, it's an idea I, I heard somebody, I basically saw somebody mention once, and I haven't heard <laughs> anybody talk about it since then. And I have no idea if President Obama would want to do it, but that's, yeah. <laughs> I think Michelle would kill him. Yeah, Michelle would Michelle kill him. Michelle would literally kill him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they wouldn't have to stay living in Washington. I, I don't think they, they, they move back to anyway. Chicago. She doesn't want to do anything political anymore. I don't blame her. I don't think he wants well, to either. I she she kind of wouldn't have to. Actually, he is. He, what he's doing is setting up uh, right now. He's setting up a, uh, uh, a committee or some, a foundation for, for, foundation, for, uh, sure. to, for yeah. voting rights to promote voting rights and uh, voter uh, registration. To, actually, to to deepen the bench, um, to deepen the oh, more like a fifty state strategy and uh, recruit yeah, to people taking over Howard exactly. Dean's thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But that's still a lot different than running for elected office, which I think right. is the thing that. Two, is but two years right. from now, he you know he might feel differently. Don't yeah. know, maybe. But who'd yeah. want to be in that house? Oof. <laughs> you mean the House of Representatives? Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's like crabs in a barrel trying to eat each other's arms off. You know, it's it that had have, have to be horrible after having been president. <laughs> that is seriously the most Massachusetts thing I've heard today. <laughs> crabs in a barrel. Yep. It is a no lo- lobsters in a barrel would be <laughs> close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Crustaceans. No, more like more like crabs. <laughs> it's the most New England thing I've heard yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, native. <laughs> Guilty. Someone from Maryland might it, take it. It, w- it would be a wicked pisser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, have you seen um, Patriot's Day yet? Is it out yet? I, I think it's out, right? Is it Patriot's Day? The um, the new Boston. About oh, the, the movie about the Boston yeah. Marathon bombing. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm really not interested in seeing that. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I mean, it may be great, but I'm just like, it just really... It, it's a little too soon when it reads a little, to me, a little too much like sort of, I don't know, like opportunism in some way. Yeah, like, it like, is. Like schmaltz in a Apparently way. it's not very good. And uh, they made up a character for Mark Wahlberg to play that who is involved in a lot of the events. That wasn't. That, yeah. No, he just yeah. did, his yeah. character did not Didn't exist. exist. Yeah. So it's it's kind of stroking his ego yeah. a little bit. It's Mark yeah. Wahlberg. It's Wahlberg, so yeah. Marky Mark. Mark's if you want to listen to a good, uh, re- I mean, if if you feel like you need to relive those events, Peter Sagal, who is the host oh, of yeah. Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR news quiz, mm-hmm. um, beloved to many NPR listeners, was actually um, in that marathon mm-hmm. helping out. I think he, he was part of a program to help, uh, basically help out another runner who had kind of committed to it and, and basically needed... To be caught at the end. Support. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people he, wait at the end for right. mm-hmm. with wheelchairs yeah. and stuff. Well, and he well, I think he ran with him. Um and he was actually in the vicinity he didn't get hurt, obviously, but they were both in the vicinity of, of the blast. And he but he talks about the whole process of it and it's it's almost he it's a recording he did, um a talk he did for the Moth Radio Hour. Oh, which, right at the right at um, yeah, with good um facts and yes, sort of what actually and happened. And he talks about the whole sort of process of preparing for them. I mean he he spins a larger narrative out of it and then and it's very interesting even if you're not that interest you know, or you know, not that committed to moth. hearing about that, the that's so wonderful. Yeah, Those it's a it's a great program. I would encourage every I'll I'll try to find it. It's somewhere back in the archives, but I'll post it on the Facebook page if I can find it because yeah. it was one of the more it's list I didn't w- I was in your position, Mike. I didn't really want to revisit that myself. You know, I had friends who were pretty close to that and but this kind of made it 
kind of uh, real it's, and human it's not for me that again. it's 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 yeah. it's potentially an interesting subject and not one i want to forget but i just i don't want to i don't want to basically watch like you know uh an attack on sort of the whole idea of 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 public civil society you know right. like like th- like the marathon is one of the most democratic athletic events around because hundreds, thousands of people do it. And it's like, so long as you can make the qualifier, you can do it. Now that women can run. Right, exactly. Anybody <laughs> right. can do it. Well, then that's been true for most of my life. So, but like anybody can do it. You know, it's not like you have to be like a professional athlete or, you know, a highly trained or whatever. You have to qualify, though. You have to qualify. But, yeah. you know, like, you know, if you can't qualify, you probably shouldn't be running the marathon anyways because it'd be bad for you. But, you know, like, so anybody who can qualify can do it. And, it ends right in front of the Boston Public Library, which is, I think, one of the great public mm. institutions. The whole idea of libraries, and especially a public library, I just, I really feel it is a great race, right? Yeah. And I really felt like the like attacking the Boston Marathon was really an attack on the whole idea of civilization. And and I don't I don't mean to be hyper, hyperbolic here. I mean like the whole idea of like people coming together to like share something special from to, all over the world, from too. all over the world to right. like be people together and to and to like strive for some things for some human excellence and to celebrate like like you know there's like there's hardly a more elemental uh, elementally human activity than running. Or racing. I mean, obviously, some of the people are, are are paraplegics or whatever. You know, they're they're racing in their wheelchairs or whatever. But like, it's all, you know, it's a very human basic activity. It's it's moving and it's moving sports, fast. Yep. It's sports and and like, you know, and and like I said, and it ends in front of the the library, right in the in the heart of a heart of a major city. It's it's an attack on the whole idea that we can come together and live a better life together. And I don't like the idea of turning that event uh the whole event in general and that incident in particular into like manly man mark Wahlberg is going to save us from the brown people or whatever well you know there's like, another <sighs> i haven't seen it but there's another hero in it that actually was the guy that was in the car with them that escaped and went and told the police where they were he's oh. a he's a chinese guy he was a immigrant and didn't speak very good english but they, he they, oh. they carjacked him Oh, and okay, he, okay, that guy. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. and they and they um, brought that out in the movie, which hadn't made the press so much. So I think yeah. that's a, that's a good sign of it. Yeah. Did you? I know we're about ready to close, but I was just going to say that I hope U.S. businesses don't ravage Cuba now that Trump is uh, oh king. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I hope that my party, the Republicans, stop talking about natural law. There's all these posts now about natural law. What? Well, I don't know what that is. Not gay people. Oh God! Yeah, um, I hope uh, that he does re-engineer the intelligence agencies. Well, I and he seems I, I hope he does it smartly. If he yeah. does it, you know, I was having a discussion. I can't remember with who now, but someone was, uh, you know, pointing out like one of the most basic things you can say about Donald Trump is he's he's racist. I mean, he started off his campaign with basically like saying racist things about Mexicans, and it just went on from there. Um, Do you think he'll get more threats than Obama because he's I, gone after I every don't. group? I don't think he will. You don't, but you I, but I could be wrong. But like if he, if but if Donald Trump winds up being uh, racist in the same way that LBJ was, who you know was on you know he stuffed w- it in his hat when he needed to. Like yeah. well, LBJ said has a lot of you know used a lot of racial slurs and said a lot of nasty things and could be incredibly racist in his life. But he also signed the Civil Rights uh, Act and the Voting Rights Act and pushed for them. So, you know, if if Trump is similarly racist, we'll actually be better off. 
And I hope that's, I don't think it's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, you hope for God. And I was just going to say Brexit. I hope they, I hope they sort that out because that's really important. And oh, and in, in this, it's Article it, 50 was, they said, the end of March. I yeah, think. but it's, you know, the, like because the EU partners aren't ready to negotiate until they actually do that and they only have the two years, it's just going to be a mess and there's nothing they can do about it. So, we didn't Stefan, the last word from you. We've got to wrap up here. Hopes or fears? <laughs> oh, man. 2017, slancha. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's... Oh, uh, Rotten Tomatoes rate, actually rated Patriot's Day uh, um, certified fresh. Oh, really? So I was completely wrong. I was just listening to one of the reviewers that I listened to. So. Did you get fake news? <laughs> no, it was Movie Bob, actually. Ah, yeah, sometimes he, uh, people see things that other people he, don't see. And he's from Boston, so I think he's his view is a little skewed. Yeah, well, so. and... Maybe I'll completely wrong, and I'll re- I'll see it someday and really like it. Well, I don't know. We'll wait and see, right? If I'm yeah. I'm just dubious. It's the same way I was like I never really wanted to see the Passion of the Christ. You know, I I, I can't comment on on the movie just from what I've heard about it. It doesn't sound like something I'd ever want to see. So, well, I just heard about this one fellow that you never heard about in the news that actually helped him. Yeah, and he told him they were going to New York to bomb the um, um, July Fourth yeah. celebration. That's where they were headed. So that's why they shut down the trains. And it's, it's nice when people come together and help each other. Yeah. Ah, He's spoken like a crazy liberal. Supposedly a very brave young man. Mm. Mm. So um, that's all for tonight for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, stay tuned for Subculture coming up in just four minutes. And uh, thank you all for joining us and listening. We'll be back next week to talk about this some more. And uh, brace ourselves for uh, the Trumpocalypse, which starts in 14 days. <laughs> Hopefully mm. not a kleptocracy. <laughs> I, I, we'll be lucky if that's all it is. Um, one thing, actually, uh, Valley Free Radio is going, is going to broadcast our yearly tradition of the homelessness marathon on the 19th. It's an advocacy uh, Yes, uh, yep. they mm-hmm. talk to... Um, uh, homeless people uh, advocates for for s- such things like that and try to shine a light on the on the issue uh, and they decided to do it on january 19th because it's just before the inauguration right oh, that's gonna run days. for like a few hours in the it's evening gonna be four hours 7 p.m to 11 p.m mm-hmm. uh, we're preempting thursday? uh thursday and thursday the that's 19th right. we're it's preempting our regular programming for that's it. Right, a live broadcast from them so Sweet. tune in, and uh, obviously, you know, if you've got a few extra bucks, contribute to your local charities helping the homeless because it's cold. Yes. It's cold out. People need help. So that's all for us tonight from Civil Politics uh, here on Valley Free Radio. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you'll join us again next week. Good night.